Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Standing up for what's right. This is The Roy Green Show. There was a lot of activity in the email to Roy at RoyGreenShow.com and activity on Twitter, and a lot of it had to do with um, Michelle Rempel and what the conservative member of parliament for Nose Hill in Calgary said to us yesterday about the issue of respect for women. And uh, I'm going to play that back for you. We're also going to play back a little bit of what Mr. Trudeau had to say prior to uh, we are hearing from Michelle Rempel and prior to yesterday's program. just want to read you an email first. And I received this uh, from uh, Leslie. Hi, Roy. I enjoyed your interview with Michelle Rempel yesterday. One of the things that I find disturbing about the grope is the fact that Justin Trudeau was a teacher at the time of the incident. Apparently, he taught from 1993 to 2003. I would think that even 18 years ago, a teacher of all people would have a keen awareness of what is considered appropriate or inappropriate touching. I also wonder if the private school or school board that Trudeau was working for was aware of the incident. If they were aware, I can't help but wonder how he kept his job. Oh, yeah, I answered my own question. His last name is Trudeau. So a lot of sentiment of of that kind. Now, we're not going to spend a whole lot of time on Trudeau today and that incident, but I do want to begin with a couple of comments that came from the man. Obviously, uh, over the past uh, weeks uh, since this uh, uh, news uh, resurfaced, um, I've been uh, reflecting, we've all been reflecting on, on past behaviors. And as I've said, I have, uh, I'm confident that I did not act inappropriately. But I think the essence of this is that people can experience interactions differently. And part of the lesson we need to learn Uh, in this time of collective awakening uh, is uh, a level of respect and understanding for the fact that uh, people, in many cases, uh, women, experience interactions in professional contexts and other contexts differently than men. You know, I just resent the fact that he is dragging everyone in this country into his morass. We're all reflecting It's an awakening of conscience for everyone. We're all in this together. No, we're not. And as I said, we're not going to spend a whole lot of time on Mr. Trudeau and the groping story today. We have a lot of other things to talk about. But I do want you to hear what I thought was just a remarkable, remarkable, off-the-cuff, eloquent, nonpartisan addressing of respect for women and it came during my conversation with Michelle Rimple, the uh, immigration critic, conservative party member from Nose Hill in Calgary. Have a listen. 
Michelle, thank you very much. I know it's a busy day for you with the Stampede. Thanks for joining us. When you hear Trudeau say those words, how do you respond? Well, I'm going to take my partisan hat off for a moment um, because the issue of sexual harassment and addressing it in an appropriate venue is not something that should be partisan. And, And frankly, if we're going to make it partisan, all three political parties have had serious incidents. Uh, over the last several years. So, you know, and I've I've actually gone out and when I've seen it within my own party, addressed that publicly. So I want to put partisanship aside for a second uh, to to, to make my comment to you. Um, I remember a couple of years ago, uh, I think it was three years ago now, it was right before the election, when there were two uh, NDP MPs who had, my understanding is, is that they went to their their party because there were some issues uh, in this vein that they had with uh, members of the Liberal caucus. And their only desire, as far as I understand it, was just for the Liberal Party to be aware of this. They didn't want it to be outed. They didn't want this to be a big public deal. They just wanted the Liberal Party leadership to know what happened. And Justin Trudeau in that moment did the exact opposite. He gaslighted these women, came out, um, you know, he did remove these guys from caucus. And, you know, in in the years that have ensued, if there's been one thing that's been consistent, it's been Justin Trudeau really standing on a platform saying, I'm a feminist, almost like a commercial platform, you know, and, and when he's had to deal with these allegations in the, within his caucus, he's, he's ejected people from his caucus. So I find it completely ex- unacceptable that a ma- this is a matter of public record. It would have been different if this woman had never come out and there was never a, a matter of public account because I do res- believe that her her needs and her privacy needs to be put forward first. That needs to happen. But the reality is is that we don't have good processes to deal with sexual harassment allegations. Uh, We don't have anything that protects the rights of victims, and we have nothing that protects um, uh, people from vexatious complaints. So the only recourse right now is litigation in the media, and she chose to do that 20 years ago, and that is her right, okay? It's not the, like, litigation in the media I don't think is, is, is appropriate. But now, because it's a matter of public record for the prime minister, who has spent all of this time gaining political credibility on, take, on putting together a certain framework on how things are to react in a situation like this, his response was completely unacceptable. And frankly, his response, his, you know, uh, you know how I would kind of like, distill it is, well, I don't think anything happened, so everything's okay. That was his initial response, or I don't remember anything. I don't remember that anything happened, so clearly there isn't anything wrong. He could have come out and said, because according to this article, he had apologized. He could have said, look, something did happen. It happened a long time ago. I did apologize. I'm contrite for that. Uh, and if this woman is still, if, you know, if she is still carrying an issue here, I, I would subject, subject myself to the same process that I put forward for everyone else. But I respect her and her privacy. But he didn't do that. He looks like a hypocrite on this issue. And I... I am, I'm coming at this not as a partisan, because, frankly, if he had done that, I probably would have applauded him as a conservative, but he didn't. I'm coming at this from a woman who's really sick of talking about this issue over and over and over again. I'm sick of the media saying that, you know, by us talking about this, we're re-victimizing the woman. By him having hypocrisy and not dealing with this appropriately, he's done that. He should not be left off the hook here. Nobody should, of any political stripe. Uh, and I'm just deeply frustrated. Um, and I think, if anything, this whole escapade has actually set the Me Too movement back 
because what it says to women who may have had an issue with somebody who is publicly adored by the media or whoever is that, well, maybe my complaint doesn't matter because if they said that they think how this transpired didn't occur, then everything's going to be okay. And that's the message that he sent, and that's wrong. So there's part one of my conversation yesterday with Michelle Rempel on the issue of treating a woman respectfully and dealing with uh, Justin Trudeau's situation. When we come back, I'll play you part two. He doesn't like bullies, and he'll call them out. This, this is The Roy Green Show. If uh, you'd like to participate in our uh, Twitter exchanges, which take place uh, all year long, every day, almost every day, just uh, follow me at The Roy Green Show. At The Roy Green Show is the uh, Twitter handle, at The Roy Green Show. We'd like you to be part of it. Now, I have to say one other thing about this issue with Mr. Trudeau. I find it absolutely abhorrent that he would say that a man and a woman would see an interaction of a sexual nature differently. That's like cutting slack for the guy, or more accurately, cutting slack for him. Well, she just saw it differently than I did. Many of us have a pretty good idea now from communications that have taken place, some publicly, others not, of what actually took place. And from what I know, or what I surmise I know, there's no misunderstanding possible. None. Here's more from Michelle Rempel, Calgary Conservative Member of Parliament on the issue of respect for women. Listen, it is so disappointing that the women who support Justin Trudeau, the women who have supported him uh, enthusiastically for the last several years particularly, and the women in his caucus are just accepting what Trudeau has said. They're actually applauding him, as the employment minister has done, saying that he has handled this extremely well. That's ex- that is so disappointing because that also sets the Me Too movement back because if women realize that other women are not only not going to say anything, but those who do will actually support the man who's accused of being the groper, that's such a negative, negative um, visualization, Michelle. Well, it's not just the women in his caucus that need to be let uh, put on the hook on this. It's the men in his caucus. It's his entire caucus. Look, I have lived through standing up in the House of Commons and criticizing my own party on this. And you know what? We need to have these... Feminism isn't easy. Feminism is easy when you... I'm going to rephrase that. Standing up for the rights of equality of opportunity for all persons is easy when you can politically capitalize on it, and there's really no cost to doing so. It gets hard when you have to be in a situation like this. And, you know, for the fact that the entire Liberal caucus has sort of been silent on this hypocrisy, I think it does set the movement back. I don't 
I don't want to come across, I, I really don't want to come across as a partisan on this, even though it's tempting to do so because the hypocrisy is just so, so much. I want to go back to the woman who's involved in all of this. Look, she made this an, a, an issue of public record 20 years ago. So because of that, I think it is reasonable for the media to ask questions about this. But it's his handling of this situation, right? Her right to privacy should absolutely be respected. She has said that she does not want to be dragged into this. She needs to be respected. But what is wrong is how he handled this. It was him completely not setting himself to his own standard that invited more questions from the media, right? Mm-hmm, because right, he, has made, exactly. he has made a track record of this in the past. And that is what upsets me. It would have upset me if someone in my own party did this. It would have upset me if an NDP member did it. It has upset me when members of you know, the media or other, because this is what sets the movement back. What we need to have is we need to have processes, due process, not the media, not trial by newspaper, but processes that people can complain in situations like this and then have due process applied so that you're not having people make vexatious complaints that ruin political careers or careers otherwise, but that also respect the rights and privacy of victims so that they don't have to. Like, I can't imagine being this woman right now, right? No, I mean, like, but I guess what is most disrespectful to her is that he he just didn't address it, right? He just didn't say, look, this happened a long time ago. I apologize if she wants to come out and make more more complaints against me, I will subject to myself against the same process and standard that I put forward against everyone else. Until that time, I am not commenting further. That would have been acceptable. This speculation and and trying to say that, you know, somehow his, his introspection is, is how we should be supporting victims is wrong. And I'm just, to anybody in the media who's saying otherwise, you know, I was having this, I, I, I was in a war of words with a global news reporter this morning who said that he should have said nothing. And that the media shouldn't be asking him questions. That's just wrong for all of the reasons that I just stated. So we're having a real moment in this country. We're either real about this or we're not. And it's messy. And it's not dignified. But the right of that, the, the right of that victim to her silence is, should be enshrined. But it should also, he, it is a matter of public record. And the Prime Minister, our self-proclaimed feminist in chief, partisanship aside, if he is not held to account to the same standards that he set, it sets this movement back and it sends a message to women who have had encounters with men of his stature and power that they, they why would any woman want to come forward after watching how this has played out for the last couple of weeks? And that's my brand of feminism. Yeah. Yeah, and this isn't about partisanship. I'm just, I'm so deeply frustrated that we're even having a discussion about what is right and wrong in this situation because it's pretty clear to most people instinctively. Yeah, he made it about himself. He made the issue about himself. There's one thing, Roy, that you cannot spin in politics, because especially when you are paid by the Canadian public to be a public servant, and that is hypocrisy. It is better just to say at the front end, I don't, you know what, I'm not perfect on this. I don't, I don't understand what's going on, but I'm going to work really hard to get this right. Trudeau has cashed in a lot. He's put a lot. He's got a lot of political capital internationally with his feminist, quote-unquote, bona fides. Right. So it, it is absolutely it is absolutely imperative and fair that we question those in moments like this, because otherwise you actually set the movement back to actually create barriers to equality of opportunity. And that so is not just about him. It's about if you are going to make if you are going to cash in, if you are going to cash in on some sort of an issue with sanctimony then you better be ready, you better be ready to stand up for that when the going gets tough. 
I have been in those situations, and it is not easy. You, you get crapped on from all sides. You do. But you just, you have to stand up for what's right. And that is, and that's where I think he's failed in this situation. And look, I'm saying this is a woman, not as a conservative. I'm saying this is a woman who have had friends who have been sexually assaulted. I'm saying this is a woman who has standed up, stood up for women who have been sexually harassed and have no recourse for going forward. I have actually stood up and, 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 and in private circles has said, look, I think one of the things that Trudeau has done that is right is actually bring feminism and equality of opportunity to the forefront. Even if I don't agree with his policies, the discussion is good. But what has happened in the last couple of weeks is not good. It is bad. And it, uh, you can tell I'm very emotional about this right now because it's something that's worth getting frustrated and furious about. So if the woman who has, you know, the woman at the center of this has, is listening to this today, I'm so sorry that you have had to be victimized on this. But it, it, it isn't about her. It, it, we have to respect her right to privacy, but we have to hold this prime minister to account as well for cashing in on being a feminist and then doing the opposite when the going gets tough. And that's what we need more. We need, we need our leaders to do better. I, uh, I just found that remarkable. And I think the people in uh, the Nose Hill riding in Calgary have one of the better MPs in, the, in, in Parliament. She's very outspoken, very direct. I like Michelle Rempel a lot. So having heard that, here's a little more. And this is the last we're going to do on this issue today. Here's a little more from the man at the center of the controversy and his attempt to explain to us that the world is round. I apologized uh, in the moment uh, because I had obviously perceived that she had uh, experienced it in a different way than I acted or I experienced it. And I think this reflection as we move forward needs to uh, continue uh, in our communities, in our places of power, in our places of work. There is an awakening going on and uh, uh, we need to take opportunities to continue to reflect on it. This is something that I've been uh, involved in for well over 20 years in my student activism and in, uh, in the outreach that I've done. Uh, and there's always more to do and more to reflect on. So he turns it around into, see, I'm such a good guy because I, I'm dragging all of you people into this so that you can reflect on your miserable lives and all the things you've done wrong. And I've been at this for more than 20 years, so you really should be saluting me for who I am and what I'm doing. And my actions were completely misinterpreted. This is what he's saying. When we come back, I'm going to talk to Vaden Earl. You may remember him from last year. Maybe not. But if you do, you know you'll want to hear the rest of the story. Don't go away.